Hello, this is your strong friend. I am not available because I am taking care of myself. Yes, guys, this week we are talking about the importance of the strong friend taking care of themselves. And yeah, I'm going to be calling some people out, guys. Let's get into it. Welcome to the Grief Bully Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Thank you for joining our weekly discussion around grief, mental health, and your overall personal wellness. The Grief Bully Podcast will serve as a vehicle to help you navigate life's journey. Be sure to subscribe, review, and share the podcast with anyone in your life that you think it will help. Let's bully grief together. What's up? What's up? What's up, beautiful people? Welcome back to another episode of the Grief Bully Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Today is Monday, March the 29th. We are back in the studio, rocking and rolling episode 85 guys can you believe it we are moving right along with the podcast the growth and all that phenomenal stuff thank you for tuning in again i truly appreciate it if you're watching on youtube hit that subscribe button right now show me some love if you are listening to the audio go leave a review let me know what you're thinking how you've been enjoying the podcast thus far so today i want to get into this topic now i want to tell you this When I start thinking about topics and what I want to talk about on the show and how I'm feeling, I have to really feel into it, if that makes sense. Like I need to have this certain level of passion. I need to feel like this is going to be a good topic for today. And so with that, sometimes I kind of go back and forth. What am I thinking? What am I feeling? And I felt like we needed to talk about the strong friend. So we hear so much, and maybe you haven't heard of the concept, but if you haven't, I'm going to introduce you to that today. Check on your strong friend. It's one of those concepts that I personally first saw on social media where we want to highlight and make sure that that strong person, that dependable person that you always go to is not being overlooked and that they're getting the attention and the care that they need in terms of checking on them, making sure they're good, making sure they're feeling well, and all that good stuff. So that was the first part of it that dropped into my spirit. I'm like, okay, let's rock with that. What are we thinking? Check on a strong friend. And so then it came on top of that was needing to talk about the importance of the strong friend checking on themselves. Checking on themselves. I think we need to get more into the part of accountability. And and guys, listen, I want to say first and foremost, I consider myself a strong friend and someone who is guilty of this. I don't check on myself that well. And I'm leaning more on trying to do that. But I think when you're so used to being supportive and being there, and I'm not just talking about showing up for people and, and buying their things and sharing their posts and stuff like that. I'm talking about deep dive I can be your confidant. I can be there. When you call me, I'm probably going to talk to God about your problems and not somebody else. That type of strong friend. And it's not to pat myself on the back, but to just understand that when I'm calling out the strong friend, I'm also calling out myself today. So it's super important that we understand that it's great to have people around us and it's great to have friends, family, your spouse and so forth. Your children a lot of times are your support system as well. But after the year that we've experienced and just how life can be and how some of our stories are, it's just as important that we show up for ourselves. If most of your family and friends called you and needed you to be there for them, yes, I'm talking to you, you would probably pick up the phone, drop what you're doing, stop what you're doing, and go be there for them. But if you felt internally that you weren't well and that you needed you, could you count on you? 
Do you answer your own internal phone call? Do you pick up the phone for you in terms of figuratively and, and literally, I guess, but that's important. So when we're on this journey, a lot of times we can point fingers and say somebody's not being there for us and we don't feel like this, but sometimes that void, even if they did show up for you, it wouldn't be as fulfilling because you know what you need. And sometimes I think it's, it might be easier to explore internally because you can deal with that in private versus trying to explain publicly. And by publicly, I just mean to someone else other than yourself outside your body, what you're going through and what you need. So if you're personally journaling and writing what you're going through and how things are in your life and, and what you need, I feel like that's so personal and private that we can go there. We can get deeper. We can pull back those layers and, and dig through the onion and see what's really lying beneath that surface because sometimes shame and guilt and embarrassment are one of those hindering blocks that doesn't allow us to really get that support from other people because we don't feel as comfortable opening up and explaining to them where we are. So if you're a strong friend, I'm calling you out today. When is the last time you took care of you? When's the last time you had a self-care day? When did you love on yourself? Buy yourself something nice. And heck, it don't even have to cost money or time. But when's the last time you said something nice about yourself? We're going that surface with it. I talked about this on social media the other day. I said, I don't know what you deserve better than, but I know that you deserve better. And if it takes that much, walk yourself, take your little feet, walk to a mirror, the nearest mirror by you, look in the mirror and say, I deserve better. And then whatever actions are necessary to follow behind that for you to overcome your current circumstances, then you've got to do that, king. You've got to do that, queen. This is a season of accountability. And yes, we do need support. We do need friends. And I'm not saying that, but we also need ourselves. And we've got to make that a priority. That really has to be a priority. So that was part of it. That was the beginning of the download of what I'm going to talk about today. And then I got into this other part of when I say this, Okay, I'm just going I'm just going to go there and say this that being supportive to other people it's draining. It is draining. And sometimes we might not want to say that because again, operating from strong friend and and wanting to be there and depending on your codependency issues like I have in my own personal life, you can feel like that's such a righteous noble thing to be there for other people, to be so supportive and to make sure that they're well. But it's draining and it gets tiring. And to carry that load on your shoulders and your back and to beat yourself up for that, let's, 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 let's cut that out. It's got to be time out for that because I'm not telling you to not be there for people, but what I'm telling you is to find that balance and also to operate from realism, to be very realistic in the realities of what you're actually supporting and what the goal and the potential outcome of this support is. What do I mean by that? So it's March Madness. I'm watching tons of NCAA games right now. Really rooting for Maryland. Maryland's got to win. Shout out to Diamond Miller. She's killing it right now. That's family. So anyway, back to this part. I'm watching March Madness and I'm watching a game. And this game went into overtime. It was Texas A&M, I believe, and Iowa State. Girls, this is women's, I mean. And the game goes in overtime right at the buzzer. The girl makes the layup. And, at, I mean, the shot clock is going off everything. And at that moment, 
There's one team that is crying because there is just extreme devastation. And there's another team that's crying because they're so freaking happy and shocked that this even happened. So there's a team that's walking to the locker room. and You can visibly see the star players, the senior guards, the senior players, meaning they not they don't have next season with the towels over their head, walking through the tunnel, sulking, rightfully so. I, I play basketball. I know how that feels on both sides, but I know how that feels to feel devastated. Friends and family are going to instantly be texting, reaching out. Hey, hey, girl, keep your head up. You did your thing. You played well. For some of them, there's next season. For some of them, hey, you had a phenomenal career. What's next? And things like that. So is that grief? Yes, there is deep sorrow in that. If you're an athlete, if you ever competed for anything and you lose, it doesn't feel good. And that is sorrow. However, there's an opportunity to come back in one capacity or another, whether that's next season or the next journey in your life. When we're talking about someone who's lost someone to death, there, there is no coming back. There's, there's not next season. A short text message, hey, girl, pick your head up. Hey, hey dude, hang in there. It, it's, it's just, it's not going to solve it. And, and there's no real remedy, if that makes sense. So when you're talking about being a support to just the, the non-bereaved person, someone who's not dealing with the losses of a loved one, that's tough. That's heavy. So now when you add someone dealing with trying to cope and maintain and survive the loss of their family, that's a whole nother beast. That's a total different animal. And so why I'm saying that it can be draining is that you have to understand when you're taking on a certain assignment, be open to what you're doing and be realistic about it. You're not going to single handedly be able to bring that person back to maybe who they want to be, but also who you want them to be. Because that's the other thing. Sometimes when we're given support, we're given support and we're operating out of what we want to see this outcome be like. It's uncomfortable to see a person hurting. So you want to be there. And I've talked about that before. But you got to understand that it's not as easy as trying to get somebody to bounce back from a basketball game loss. Similar thing when you get divorced. That's devastating. I've seen people really be torn down from divorces. But Lord willing, they may have an opportunity to be remarried or to date again should they choose to do so. But when we're talking about death, we're talking about caskets closing and all of that stuff like that. there's, There's just no no return. And so not to say our lives can't be better, but I'm just trying to paint the picture here that this is a different type of grief. It's a different type of loss. And that really takes a lot. And so if you're the strong friend or even the the not so strong friend, if you're just a friend, if you're just a compassionate, empathetic person who tries to be there for those in your life, the best that you can, you got to make sure that you're pouring into them from a full cup. You got to make sure that you're not depleted because What the magnitude of that can be like can really take you down. It can really tear you down if you're not comfortable. And so a lot of times people ask, how do I support someone that's grieving? How do I be there for them? And how do I do that? There is no blueprint, but I do want to give this key. This is the plug for today is that in order to take care of them and be there for them, you got to take care of you. You've got to take care of you. So if you don't know where to start, you got to say, hey, listen, my so-and-so is going through a real tough time. Am I well? Where am I? Where am I at? Do I have my mental health therapy counseling sessions on a calendar? Okay, because you're going to be out there shining your light on the world, being that go to person, that strong friend, answering your phone all times of night. And you're going to find yourself super depleted. And mind you, again, I'm a bereaved person. I'm a strong friend. I'm everything that I'm calling out right now is the same thing that I'm asking you to do. I'm asking of myself. 
And we need that reality check sometime. And that's really all I wanted to get into today is just opening our eyes to the reality and the importance of our overall mental wellness and how that's going to help us in this journey and help us help others. There's no magic fix. There's just no snap your fingers and things get better. But if we're not checking on ourselves, if we're not looking internally, then how can we help people outwardly? How can we be there for that person? And that's all I really wanted to get into with you guys. And listen, sometimes we need to be called out. We need to be checked. So if you if you feel away, then feel away. You and your feelings, being your feelings, hop in my DMs and let me know that I was talking to you and that I called you out today, guys. Listen, that was short and sweet. I want to definitely move into our inspirational boost, which is a part of our show where we just give you guys a little quote. And I don't know if I'm ever going to change the name of the segment. I don't know how inspirational that they are sometimes, but this week is as always, is brought to us by our sponsors, Adina J Designs. They make, create, and inspire us through decorated apparel, custom tumblers, so many phenomenal things going on. Follow them both on Instagram and Facebook at Adina J Designs, A-D-E-N-A-J-A-Y-D-E-S-I-G-N-S. This week it is, don't just be good to others, be good to yourself. Listen, I don't pick out these quotes they get sent to me actually by Adina J helps me out with that. And this week, I didn't even know that's what it was going to be, but it's perfect for what we talked about today. Don't just be good to others. Be good to yourself. Can I hold you accountable? Can I require that of you? Can I expect that of you for this remainder of this week and this month? You know what? Hell, this whole year, make sure you're putting yourself first. Do what you have to do so that you can then be a resource. You can be that strong friend. You can be there for other people because you were there for yourself. So our love and memory segment is a part of our show that's very important to me. It's always been from the beginning. And I don't think I'll ever let go of this segment because I think in, in grief and in our journey, one of the main things that can be troubling is to feel like our loved ones have been forgotten, to feel like people don't care about them anymore. And sometimes that's hard. And so I have a friend that I'm friends with on Facebook and oh man, it's, it's just a heartbreaking story. So there's a, a Facebook friend that I have and she's actually good friends with one of my good friends and her, her name is Tanya Niederman and her son, JJ Julius, unfortunately passed away recently. He was only 19 years old. It was not expected, a very sudden loss and every day I see her on Facebook posting, this is very recent, Facebook posting about her son and pictures of him and just sharing the memories. And I believe he was her oldest child and her only son. And so watching this, I said, you know what? I want to highlight JJ this week. I want him to be a part of our In Love and Memory segment. I want her and her family to know that we see you and we feel your pain, although we don't know 100% exactly what that's like. It's, it, it breaks my heart to see and to know that you all have to even endure and be in this chapter of your life. And he was a handsome young man, looks like a great energy to be around, an amazing smile. And so this week, our In Love and Memory segment is going to go to J.J. Niederman. And we send tons of love out to his mother, Tanya, and his entire family, his sisters and his father as well. So, guys, 
That was episode 85. Who thought that the 85th episode would be so short and so sweet? And who knew that I would be calling you out? Well, if you've been sticking around for 85 episodes and you should know me by now, I don't care. I'm here to make sure that you are taking care of yourself, your personal wellness, and that we continue to bully grief together. Guys, do me a favor. Follow me over on Instagram where I hang out the most at I underscore AM underscore J Nicole. Guys, so next time you already know. Love and light. Peace. Peace.